Welcome to The Unbridled Woman with your host, Deanne Rose. Get ready to embark on a thrilling journey to the core of your feminine essence. Awaken and harness the immense inner strength you possess. Rise up majestically and powerfully, embodying your most authentic and unstoppable self. Get ready for an electrifying revelation of spirit and power. Here comes Deanne, ready to set your world ablaze with inspiration and wisdom. Hello, Unbridled Women. Welcome. In this episode, we are going to delve into the art of surviving life's dramatic twists without letting them derail our productivity, our career, or our relationships. With a focus on harnessing the right support systems, we explore strategies for maintaining peace of mind, managing our energy during challenging times, and keeping a clear head. We will share insights today on maintaining emotional balance and offer practical tips for staying grounded, even in the midst of turmoil. Through our expert advice, this episode will empower you to navigate your personal and professional dramas with grace and resilience, ensuring you can sleep well, remain productive, and keep your relationships strong, even when faced with life's inevitable storms. So like always, I'd like to begin our time together with a little grounding exercise if you are able to. So if you're able to, I invite you to gently close your eyes, possibly feel your feet on the floor, feel the seat under you, bringing yourself into this present moment because the more present we are, the more that we can absorb the information that is, is given to us. So taking a deep breath in through your nose, and a big exhale out through your mouth. Just let going what no longer serving you today. Inhaling, bringing in all that good prana, filling you up. And an exhale out, letting go of stagnant, stale energy. One last inhale, your biggest inhale of your day so far. Just filling up your lungs. And when you can't inhale anymore, inhale just a little bit more. And then a slow release out. Now, before we, I introduce you to my guest, I just wanted to share a special offer that I'm having in February, which is called Hearts and Wombs. It's a unique program. It's taking place throughout February, and it's designed to foster profound healing and connection with one's womb space. It integrates modern science with ancient wisdom to creating a nurturing and transformative experience. It's focused on the health of the womb, and each session is crafted to release tension, heal trauma, and awaken a deeper awareness of your body. And you can find more information on my website, dnrose.net, under Offerings, Hearts, and Wounds. So right now, I am celebrating that the universe has put me in to touch with my special guest for today, Catherine Regani. Catherine was a corporate professional for over 15 years. During that time, she worked for many large companies serving as a liaison between the techie innovators and the not-so-techie sales folks. She has been bridging the worlds of meaning and analytics for a long time. Now, she bridges even further using energy healing and intuitive intelligence to support badass professional women to find ways to soften into unbreakable resilience while maintaining their strengths and success. After she left her corporate career and started understanding the world of energy healing, she realized the importance of being an embodied leader. Because women who are connected with themselves lead from compassion, and compassion creates cohesiveness in the, their environment. 
She focuses her work now in empowering and uplifting resilient women. Because when resilient women learn to connect with self, they can collectively shift their leadership culture back towards compassion. So our first half, my dear, you'll be sharing your journey with us in becoming an unbridled woman. And then on the second half, we are going to get dive deeper into drama dragons, how to become more resilient when life throws a whole bunch of stuff at us. <laughs> so as I ask all my guests, what does the word unbridled mean to you? Hi, Deanne. Thanks for having me. Um, and as you and I talked a little bit about um, earlier before we started recording is I am a former horse person. So the, the I had two sort of ideas when the term unbridled came through. And one of them was just being bareback on a horse with no bridle, no saddle, nothing, and just going. And it can be either really, really scary or it can be really, really fun, just depending on where your headspace is at the moment. So that's kind of what I think of is is unbridled is just taking that risk. And in the moment, it's either really scary or it's really fun. Yes, I love that. I love that because sometimes it is very scary stepping into our freedom, our full expression, um, especially if it's not something that we've been uh, taught to do or allowed to do. So, and, and in that fear is that expansion, right? Because when the more we do it, the less fearful it is. It just becomes part of us. So thank right. you for sharing that, that um, polarity as well, you know, because um, there is in a sense of freedom, there is also, you know, there's a, there's a fear of the unknown when we step out of our comfort zone. So right, um, exactly. it's not for the faint of heart to be it's an unbridled definitely woman. Not, definitely not. <laughs> no, no, it's not. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, I'd love to. I love your background. Um, I I used to be. I you know, I went to school for economics and finance, and I was in <clears throat> the business world way back then for a while until I decided to go to massage therapy school. And then, yes, I went into the whole energetic, energetic, and you know, intuitive body mind, um, and and left. I, I I wasn't able to incorporate that aspect of myself back into to the work. So the work world like that, the business. So I love, love what you're doing because it's, it's so important because, you know, you don't, I think it's important for, for women to realize that we don't always have to be on that other side of, I, I just always spiritual or, you know, woo woo or all this, you know, to, to have peace, and, 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 you know, in my life, you know, I, I can't, there is, a, we could put a balance together, you know, we could do both. And so that's what I love about your work. So, um, yeah, before we get into exactly what you're doing, like, how, how, what is, um, what is your story on becoming the woman who you are today and how you show up in this world? Oh, sure. Well, you know, just like many people, I had one of those foundation shattering moments happen in my life. And for me, it was divorce. Like many people, it's a divorce or a death or something like that. But for me, it was a divorce. And at the time, I was still going to school. I had a wonderful corporate career. And my husband just decided that um, he would rather go someplace else. <laughs> so... Um, 
just having been under so much stress anyway, and then the stress of, oh my gosh, now I have to do this all on my own. How am I going to survive? Um, I know a lot of people have that that fear when something like that happens. So it really took everything I had to sort of pull myself together whenever I was at work because I still had to keep my job. Yeah, I could fall apart at home a little bit, but I had to keep my head at work. So I really had I really had to uh, struggle through it. And I thought I was doing really, really well. I didn't tell anybody what was going on because I was so ashamed of the situation. And so I just kept it to myself. I didn't really ask for support, which was really, really hard mm-hmm. until one of my uh, coworkers, teammates, said to me after we were coming home from a, uh, a work traveling for work, she looked at me, she goes, you know, Catherine, you really have to start eating. I don't know what's going on with you, but if you don't start eating, you're really going to make yourself sick. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I thought, nobody knows what's going on with me. You know, you live in this meat suit your whole the whole time. So you don't notice that you're, you're withering away to nothing and people do notice. <laughs> and sometimes I wasn't my happy self, you know, right. I'd snap back at people. We're going to talk about drama dragons. I'd snap at people and kind of like my drama dragons would come out. And that's when I really learned about what they were. And it's not always good to just let them rage like they did with me. And that just wasn't who I was. So, you know, as I started getting into the energetic world, that's when I learned how to really tame those dragons and, and really uh, ground into myself very much like what we did before we started here, Deanne. So, yeah. um, you know, that's kind of my story c- coming through the divorce and then learning the energy to work to pull myself out. Yes, I I can definitely resonate with the the divorce mm-hmm. and how, as you were speaking, I was like, yes, I also felt, I felt like I was living two lives mm-hmm. as I had a face out for the public and also for my children. And then there was the, the face hiding in the closet at night crying. Right. Because <laughs> that was the only place I felt safe to just fully just let it all out and just, yeah, just feel, you know, it was like, yeah, it wasn't, yeah. I, and my heart goes out to you to have, I mean, I, I was a stay-at-home mom at, during this time. I mean, I had a little massage business on the time, but even just keeping up with, you know, a facade, you know, in like a personal life among friends and, you know, schools, you know, and all that, you know, I can't imagine being in, uh, you know, surrounded by business and having, you know, <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot it's for a you lot. to hold. Yeah, it, it is a lot to hold. And one of the things I realized once I started asking for help, how much easier it is. Mm-hmm. And just as you know, Deanne, a lot of times us women is specifically we're told to help everybody else right mm-hmm. to ask for help for ourselves a lot of us have a really really hard time doing that and i know i did but once people just started asking me questions i'm like oh my gosh they really care about me <sighs> they really want to support me i had no idea <laughs> 
Yeah. So once I started asking for that support and at first very subtle ways, it was it was amazing. Right. Yeah. So true. So true. It's and I don't know if there's even an answer, but like, what do you what do you think that is about when, you know, us women, most of us, I'll I'll speak for myself and uh, when we have this hard time of asking for help. Like for me, I don't know if it was so much asking and I think it was just receiving it also because I can ask, but then I felt guilty <laughs> when I did right. ask, Right. you know, and, and, and then I'll be like, you know, as people are trying to give, I'm like, well, oh, that's enough. That's enough. Cause you know, I, I didn't want to, you know, I don't want to take up too much of your time. You know, I, I don't uh, want to take up too much of your space. You, you have other things, you know, projecting under them. You have other things to worry about. You know, shouldn't worry about me, you know, instead of being like, thank you, right? <laughs> you know, right. Like, just receiving it. And even I've noticed even all the work I've done, you know, I, I'm a woman empowerment coach. And I still sometimes find myself, um, even when, if I'm if I'm getting I'm receiving a massage. And I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm like, Oh, you know, I wonder if she's getting tired working here. I'm like, because I'm really tense, <laughs> you know. My and, and I have to like bring myself. Back. I'm like, no, this is like your time. Receive, you know. If like she doesn't want to work, she won't. Like I'm going. I've learned that if I'm giving people their permission to set their own boundaries, right? So if you know, if this massage therapist is truly tired and not feeling well, I'm going to give her the permission to like say. I'm too tired to work on you. And I'd be okay with that, right? So, you know, instead of me projecting, and oh my goodness, it just makes me laugh sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think it's just part of how our culture has raised females. It's, we take care of a lot. If we're mothers, we take care of the children, we take care of the husband, we take care of the house, we we go to work, we take care of whatever's going on at work, and it's all about what can we do to make sure we're supporting everybody else, and asking for help or accepting help is hard. And I think it's, um, even for me, it's still a practice that right. I do today. I practice receiving. It's not something I do easily. So like you said with the massage therapist, wondering if she's okay. <laughs> I've got I've gotten over that pretty well. <laughs> but just simple things like when my mother was passing, my husband um asked what he could do to help. And I I just said, you know, I'll take care of it, I'll take care of it. I don't know when I'm going to take care of it and he just said, "Honey, I'm right here. Mm. I can help you." And I was like, oh, yeah, he's a perfectly capable man who can help make a phone call. And he did. But it just took me a minute because I was, again, wrapped up in another situation where I just felt like I had to take control of it. And I didn't. And mm -hmm. thank God I had somebody as supportive as my husband now um, to just remind me of that. Yes, yes. And and that's a classic classic example of us women like holding on to a lot of our masculine energy which down the road causes disease in our bodies a lot of women's health problems come from the in my experience is from holding on to so much the mas masculine energy which mm -hmm. the female is not 
equipped to do. We have other strengths, right? And you just saying about your husband, he was able to step into his masculine and give you the permission, the space to go into your feminine, like, oh, okay, I'm going to receive your help. Thank you for reminding me that I don't have to do this all. I'm safe. You are a safe person for me. I, you will take care of me. And right. it's it's amazing that shift. And that's that's what a lot of women do need. Um, and, and, and we're not getting that when we're getting a divorce, right? Because right. <laughs> we don't have that, um, that masculine presence say, oh, we got you. You know, so it's like you have to, you know, they have to do everything. And that's when, you know, I, you know, you weren't eating anymore. You weren't taking care of yourself because that you were in a surviving mode. Um, right. You know, um, even... You have to eat to survive, but that wasn't on your radar. You're probably eating, but not as much as you used to because you just weren't hungry because you didn't feel well um, emotionally. Um, So, yeah, yeah, very interesting. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, let's – we're going to have a little bit um, more time here till our break, but let's get into – yeah, if you have anything more you want to talk about, like how moving, navigating through that uh, episode, you know, through the corporate and then, I mean, how did, I guess my question would be is when, when did you start getting into more of that, um, this in energetic work um, in your journey? Sure. I got a lot more into the energetic work. You know, it was after my divorce. Um, I had remarried already, but I still wasn't right. You know, I just still wasn't my old self, the one that I was confident and resourceful and resilient. Mm-hmm. I still felt still felt very broken, if you will. And I knew this was not this was not okay. This is not how I wanted to live my life. And I didn't know really what to do. And then my aunt, or two of my aunts and my mother got into Reiki. I know a lot of people know Reiki mm-hmm. as an energy, um, uh, healing energy technique. And so I started doing some investigation on what that was. And I never stopped learning. Mm. Once I learned about Reiki, I realized this had been uh, something that I had tapped into my entire life. And I never knew it. You know, I could feel people's energies. I could feel, I used to work at a horse farm. I could feel the the energy from horses. I know when people are just a little bit off. So I knew, I didn't realize what I knew. <laughs> right, right. So yeah. once I started learning about it, I, I just never stopped. I mean, even when I was in corporate America, I would you know, get some hunches or feelings, you know, I walk into a room, I could read the room really, really well. And I think that's important, especially for women in business. We're really good intuitively anyways, but it's not um, taught. It's not encouraged. Mm. Um, It's considered woo-woo, but it's not. It's just, you know, life. (laughs) If you just let yourself be who you are, it's there. It's no big deal. Um, so once I started really understanding that the world of energy and the everyday world, the world of business, it's really the same thing. It's just a different perspective. Mm. And if you're aware of the energy and you know how to uh, facilitate that energy or know what that energy is telling you, it changes everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
that's how our ancestors survived, navigating with their intuition. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, and, you know, when they didn't follow it, I'm sure they had some s- severe consequences. <laughs> right. And if you think about it, nowadays, we're the same way. If you're mm-hmm. not following your, your intuition, sometimes, you know, when something bad happens, you say, oh, I knew I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, that right. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I mean, I have have had many of those of those moments um, right. that been life lessons. <laughs> that, yes, exactly. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, and everything. You know, I always think the universe is you know is like our our, the, our GPS on our phones. If we go the wrong way, it recalibrates to go somewhere else for us. Like, okay, right. rerouting. You know, so. I believe we always get to the place that we're meant to go. Mm-hmm. Um, however, following our intuition, I believe, allows us to get to that that um, that spot with a lot more ease and grace, right, right. <laughs> and less exactly. suffering. Exactly, and you know, I think a lot of um, the energy work or the energy perspective has a lot of taboo around it because everybody does think it's woo woo, and there are a lot of people out there who make that energy perspective a little weird (laughs) you know maybe it's not like the everyday person wearing a suit and tie you know sometimes they're wearing a little bit more flowy types of clothes and have the different kinds of perspectives but from my from my perspective in my opinion it doesn't really have to be that way because even now um, even I've got my own business now, so I'm not in corporate America. But when I'm working with business people, it's the same thing. And I think, Deanne, like you did a grounding exercise when we first started, it's important to understand grounding. Mm-hmm. That's half the battle right there, grounding into yourself so that you can um, really deal with those tough situations. And that's uh, energy work. <laughs> yes, yes. And you know, I don't know if you find this with the women you work with, as I do, is when a woman is up in her head mm-hmm. all the time and not connected to her body, her heart, her womb, there's she's not she's not living in the highest version of herself. You know, there's just too much thinking and wanting making things happen instead of that feeling and um, the patient, patience, this discernment of like your choices coming from a place of groundedness. Right. That's a really good point too. You know, we think of grounding, you know, as the breath work we just did and really feeling our feet on the floor. But I really like how you just mentioned, you know, a lot of times we get caught in our head and we forget we have this whole big meat suit that is actually our navigation system. Mm-hmm. And if we tap into it and listen, our intuition be- can become even bigger because you're using your whole instrument, your whole body for that intuition instead of, oh, a thought just came into my mind. Maybe it's, you know, more than that. It's really into your your body and you know when a situation is right for you, you know when it's not right for you. You know potentially why it doesn't feel good to you or where it doesn't feel good to you. And that gives you a lot of great information. So that's why I like to call this whole meat suit your navigation system. And the more you can get in tuned or grounded into it, the more direction you can gain from it. Yeah, absolutely. I think I heard somebody also say it was a 
you know, your, your body compass as well, <laughs> right? right. Um, and and this is actually going back to the beginning when we started talking about unbridled, right? Where there's, um, it, it's not for the faint of heart. It takes courage. So it also takes courage to follow your intuition, right? Because you could be like, oh, this my, my intuition is telling me to do this, which might be out of the box, which might not be what everybody else is doing. And you have to have the courage to stay, okay, I'm going to follow this. You have to uh, trust yourself <laughs> um, because it's it's might not it's not what the whole the other crowd is doing or it's you know w- you know I'm sure there have been times in my life where my intuition told me not to go somewhere but my friends were going so I'm gonna go like because if I don't go then I'm gonna be out and you know by myself or I won't have a ride or you know so I'm just gonna go with them and then we end up you know, getting some kind of trouble, <laughs> you know? Um, so, you know, the guardian angel's like, oh no, here we go. Um, <laughs> uh, so, right. So I think that's, and I'd like to talk a little bit more um, in the second half about, um, I'm sure we'll get into that because when we're you know, intuition or, or these things are coming up for us to trust this, right? Because this is our truth. Yes, definitely. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we're going to um, be going into a short break. And thank you, my dear Catherine, for sharing your unbridled story. And when we come back, we'll continue our exploration into drama <laughs> and how we can <laughs> we can help uh, navigate through the chaos sometimes that's thrown at us. So thank you all so much for listening. Stay tuned and we'll be back in a few minutes. America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
Welcome back to The Unbridled Woman with Deanne Rose. Have a question for Deanne or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Or email Deanne at theunbridledwomanrises at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to The Unbridled Woman. I am your host, Deanne Rose, and I am here with the beautiful Catherine Regani, who has been sharing her unbridled story with us. And now we are going to get deep into how to navigate our life, our career, our relationships when drama hits us, when chaos hits our life. How can we still move through this in a highest version of ourselves? And we're going to get some expert tips and tools from beautiful Catherine. So welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, my dear. Um, let's tell me more about your your work and who you work with. Well, X. Uh, great. Um, thank you for that. You know, I do work with women um, who are, you know, more in the sales corporate type of world. Because, you know, those business um, leaders today, you've got to understand both technology and people, right? Mm-hmm. And this can be a great position for women because a lot of times we're really good at both. We understand technology and we're much better at communication, um, oftentimes, not always, um, than men. <laughs> but, you know, the corporate world, the sales world has always been a male-dominated area, and it's often done in an adrenaline-fueled, competitive way, and you had touched on that earlier. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a boys' club. So for a woman to succeed there, sometimes she's got to get that armor, you know, armor up into the fray, Um, But like you had mentioned, all that adrenaline, it takes a toll over time, especially as um, these women grow into maturity. Life Mm -hmm. happens. Mm -hmm. Hormones change. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then she she comes to a point where she's got to give up that dragon woman fighter and move more into her wise woman. Right. So that she can um, stop fighting alongside the boys but really start to um, advance above them into a higher type of leader. So that's where I come in and I use my parrot experience in the corporate relations um, environment and the energy healing. And I help these wise women to become resilient leaders um, because companies need that. And then once you can be that resilient leader, you're also starting to become happier in your own life and healthier in your body. Yeah. So that's how I help them. Um, and we, I have a system and I, I take them through several different steps. But I really, the first thing I help them with is very much like what, we, what you had done um, earlier is just grounding. Because I think um, grounding it sounds so simple and yet everybody has a different way to ground. And that's something I actually learned as I I was working with some people and I thought I was grounded, but I was not grounded. So I had a conversation with somebody who was my energy friend and just, I needed to understand what was going on because I thought I was grounded. I, I'd done everything that I knew to do. And she's like, well, you've changed. 
once you are understanding this whole energy world and you're starting to make a better version of yourself, your energy rises. So mm. the way that you grounded yesterday may be completely different from the way you're grounding today or even tomorrow. So understanding that, understanding the different frequencies of grounding is really important. And again, it's just really very simple. And I learned my particular way to ground for myself as I was sort of meditating on that conversation I had. Okay, I'm like, okay, so how do I ground? How does Catherine ground today? How is it that I'm going to ground? So I got my method of grounding. And so now I will take people through that very quickly um, and work to create their own specific grounding techniques because they're all so different. I use mine as a basis, but we Mm. do something a little bit different um, for each and every person. Yeah. Yeah, because that makes so much sense. Thank you for sharing that because I didn't actually even think about that, but it does make a lot of sense that when we're at a different vibrational energy, there's going to be different ways for us to, to ground ourselves. And, you know, as you know, we are starting out, it's always helpful to have, you know, basic tools and then checking in because that isn't that the whole part of getting more in tune with your intuition and yourself is, you know, that check-in, like what, instead of just Going with the, you know, this is what I always do. Um, you know, I've always done it this way, so I'm just going to keep doing it, which might not be serving you anymore. Uh, so, just, yeah, checking back in and um, and learning, because I think the, the beginning tools give people a sense of what it feels to be grounded, right? What it feels like to be in your own energy. Mm-hmm. And then, so then when you, aren't feeling that you can be like, Oh, maybe these tools aren't working for me anymore. How, what's another way for me to do this? Right, exactly. And many people don't really know how to ground and Deanna, I like what you do with at the beginning of this um, podcast show is you lead everybody through a grounding exercise. I remember in a class, I was teaching somebody about grounding. And I asked, I said, do you know what grounding is? And they said, yes. I said, do you know how to ground? And they looked at me and they said, no. People keep telling me that I should ground. And I just think about it, but I don't even know how to do that. And that's what I really realized, you know, I, there are so, the word grounding is out there. So people kind of know what that means, but they don't really know how to do it and how quick and easy it can be. Once you uh, create your your way, <laughs> exactly. you know, it can be exactly. an instantaneous thing. It just takes a minute for you to, to really feel into what it feels like for you to be grounded. And I think it's also, it's similar to the, un, you know, unbridled. It's, it's, it's a, a word that people have different meanings toward it. Mm-hmm. If you were to say grounding to me, I... I'm coming, I'm coming back into my body. Mm-hmm. I'm coming back into feeling my body and um, I, you know, out of my head back into my body. That's how I 
my definition of, of grounding would be. Um, I love that because that's exactly the way I feel about it because Mm -hmm. your body can give you a lot of information, especially when you're in those really high stress moments and there's, you know, you're in the stressful meeting, you're sitting there in the sales meeting and you got to meet the quotas, you got to get all of this done. And, Oh, Hey, by the way, um, stay late, even though your kid has a recital tonight. Mm that can get pretty um, intense. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) And so if you really know how to ground into that and remain calm and uh, come back with what is going to work for you in that situation, you know, okay, boss, I hear what you're saying as far as deadlines and whatnot, and I have this priority So is your deadline real or can I, you know, get this to you tomorrow morning Mm -hmm. instead of tonight? So instead of using your fire and your fire dragon to really potentially get yourself in trouble, you can ground into yourself and be able to really have those uh, difficult conversations in a calm, grounded manner, centered, centered and grounded. Yeah. And, and I absolutely just love that because what I what I'm getting I feel from that is that the woman is is um, is coming into what's important, like you said, a priority. She is consciously and compassionately explaining this to her boss. Like this this is and getting clarity from him or her um, is. Is that deadline uh, is set in stone, concrete, you know, and like, because now the boss is feeling seen like, okay, you know what I need you to do. And I, you, you, I know you're going to do it. You're just asking, is this, <laughs> you know, because people say things just to say things, right? I mean, I, I couldn't imagine if a big manager boss of all these people, you know, is this like, this is this is it because he knows that some people will get it to him early. Some people are going to wait to the last minute. You know, so like he has to cover everyone's bases. So right. it's up to the individual. And when I were talking, the woman to you know kind of stand up for what is what is the priority right now in her life at this moment, and how can she navigate this in a less dramatic, you know, more compassionate, calm way that everybody gets what they want. <laughs> right, exactly. and everybody's happy. Right. And it might not be the boss necessarily that it's their request, but it's the boss's boss. So taking everybody's situation with a compassionate, calm way, it just, it's a more of a compassionate way to do things instead of, you know, the adrenaline driven way we've done it. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Push, push through it or talk behind someone's back and be miserable and mumble and get all frustrated. And because I was always taught, you know, it's, it doesn't hurt to ask. (laughs) Right. It could be a no, but it could Mm -hmm. be a yes. You just, Mm -hmm. but if you never ask, you'll never know. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good. So what else, what, um, what else are you finding, um, you know, we talked about the drama dragons. Are, are there certain ones 
(laughs) There are certain ones that I have discovered and um, there's just five of them. So, you know, the first one I came up with was the fire dragon. And this uh, dragon appears when plans are not coming together as well as you had hoped and others really aren't pulling their weight. So you feel like you're doing everything yourself. Mm. Um, You'll notice this dragon when you start to feel the fire build up inside. (laughs) That's never happened to me. (laughs) But um, and then you're taking aim at innocent people. You know, you're accidentally burning off their faces with just those unintended, just nasty comments. And you don't mean to say them as you say them and you're like, oh, sorry. I don't know where that came from. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then um, we've got the smoke dragon. And this dragon appears when you don't take the time for yourself that you need to recharge. Hmm. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) (laughs) You'll notice her when um, you and others start noticing your unusual grouchiness or just negative behavior. Hmm. The stoic dragon or the hidden dragon appears when you keep all of that crap inside so that you don't feel vulnerable. So those are your emotions that you're hiding. Kind of like the closet situation you were talking about earlier, Deanne. Mm -hmm. You'll recognize this dragon when you find yourself running to the bathroom so that nobody sees tears just streaming down your face. Mm. Yeah. Um, the unsettled dragon or the five-headed dragon. Um, this one shows up when you're focusing on too many things at once. Yes, yes. I mean, women do multitask. However, there is a limit, correct? (laughs) There is, there is. And when you're multitasking, you're not doing anything well, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're starting to feel disorganized and you're disconnected. And you're not really sure which way to go next because you've got too many things on your plate. And that can make you a little dragon like. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And then finally, we have the ice dragon. And this is the dragon that shows up when you have overpromised on deliverables and you've mm-hmm. not delegated them appropriately. Yes, when you've said yes. On when you said but- yes, and you could have said, oh, we'll have. Jake do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll bake the 200 cupcakes all by myself. <laughs> right. The, exactly. Exactly. The, yeah. So that's, you know, you're noticing you're starting to drop balls because you've just overpromised. You're feeling disappointed in yourself for not being better. Um, so that's kind of when those, the, when that dragon shows up. So those are the five dragons that I have identified. And, you know, one of the questions I get is, can, can you have more than one? And I believe you can have more than one. <laughs> and it depends yeah. on the situation. However, I also find that there's one that's more predominant than mm-hmm. the others, because um, that just seems to be the way it is. And I know, I think with me, it's more of the, uh, the stoic dragon. <laughs> mm. Mine is. Yeah, so, I don't know. Did you take the drama dragon quiz, Deanne? <laughs> I did not. I did not. But I um, do. You fi- I did you find me, one here that you thought might be you? I mean, I've 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 been every one of those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think for me, it might be. 
and I, it's, I think it's probably the five headed one. Like there, mm-hmm. I see, especially being an entrepreneur, I feel like I have uh, doing a lot. And I, I was just actually do, um, doing work with somebody, finding out more about my human design. Oh, getting mm-hmm. more into that. And um, ha- I have the human design of, of a projector. Um, and one of the things I, have in my I, gates or whatever they call it, I guess, is uh, I, I have, I like to, oh, what's the word he used? Um, I go back and forth, mm-hmm. you know, like it's important for me to do a little bit of this and then go to this. And for the longest time, I mean, I, I do do that. However, I'm like, I'm labeling myself ADHD, like having all this, like I can never finish anything. What's wrong with me? I can't concentrate. But that's how I like to do things. And it's okay for me anyway in, 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 my, in this essence of myself to to start something and not complete it because I'll get what I need from it, you know, and then I move on. So getting used to that. So uh, understanding like I, you know, I could be that five-headed and there's also could be peace as well. Right. <laughs> um, but right. there is a point where it does get a little bit too much and, and kind of rein myself in. Right. And then you have to go on vacation or something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just or at least downtime. put four of them on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I def, I, I'm the kind of person I need breaks from people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, me too. Introvert. Yes. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So um, have you, do you notice, and do you mean, are, are you working mainly with like women going into their more mature years? Or do you have a, you know, a feeling for, you know, work with both? And what I'm curious is, like, is there a certain dragon that is more predominant at a woman at a certain age or where she is in her career or? That's a really great question, that second one. But the first question you asked, I do um, work with women starting usually in their 30s. So somebody who's in the corporate world who really wants to set a good track for themselves Mm-hmm. You know, the earlier, the better. I love to work with those um, ladies. Um, and then I do work with the the more um, uh, mature or um, seasoned um, leaders uh, to really make sure that their emotional intelligence or intuitive intelligence is where they want it to be because um, it's not been taught. So getting into that more mature uh, perspective of it um, is where I I work with those women, um, and then if let's see here, is there one that's more predominant? Hmm. I I I can't think of any one in particular. I I think um, if if you're I think the five headed dragon is one that's um, pretty predominant just because women mm-hmm. in business, if they've got a home life, I think a lot of people fall into that five-headed dragon. And then the other one I would say is um, the smoke dragon, because like we talked about earlier, we don't take care of ourselves. True. We're not taking the time that we need to bring ourselves back to center, um, make sure our bodies are nourished and moving appropriately. So I would say those are probably the two. Yeah. You know, it, 
I think in an ideal world, right, for women in, in business, it'd be so nice if we were able to just work on our own time clock, <laughs> you know, I mean, especially especially in our the monthly cycles, mm-hmm. right, where now from a very early age, and I've seen this, you know, in my, my daughters are grown now, but just, you know, one of them was on a cross country, you know, she was doing all that and, you know, getting up and even though when she's on her cycle, feeling like crap, still have to get up and, you know, do all this running. And it's, it saddens me that one, that's a stigma that, has been thing, right? If someone, you know, woman's on her period, then, oh, you know, all this, <laughs> you know. Don't the, touch her, the, don't touch her. <laughs> right, you know, she's, yeah, you're talking about dragon, she'll just take your head off or, yeah. you know, and like, instead of the beauty of this time, right, to go inward, to take some time and to honor your, again, honoring your body. Like right now, during um, your moon cycle, your body is clearing out a lot of things. It needs to rest, um, right. And then when that's over, then you go into, then you have this energy and then the creative energy comes. And so, you know, for women keep just, you know, and this is the, what the world has designed for us and mm-hmm. just to go, go, go. And th- yes, then we get the smoke dragons. We're not taking care of ourselves. We're pushing ourselves during times of our cycles and our, you know, that aren't good for us. Um, right. And it's, yeah, I, if I could... I can do a, a do-over of the world, I'd change that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, hopefully things will start to change. I mean, because it's been such a male-dominated culture, um, it, it would be nice to get some of these amazing women to start changing things, you know? Right. Do we really have to go into the office every day like we did six years ago (laughs) Mm -hmm. or is it okay to do the work from home on occasion you know maybe you take that week or so um and work from home or take a long weekend or something like that um I mean there's lots of ways that we could go about doing things now and I, I I just feel like this new generation of leaders and the ones that are more experienced, you know, just changing their perspective a little bit. And we just have so much opportunity. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love the work when you were saying about, you know, working with, you know, mature women and coming into their wise woman, you know, yes. Cause that's, that's another cycle, right? So the, you have the, the maiden mother and I mean, they use the word crone, but I, that's a fine word. I think it's got too much, <laughs> you know, layers on that. It's not a little haggard woman. Um, It's a wise woman. So it's like maiden mother, wise woman, right? So, you know, in that mother stage, we are like, we are taking care of our family. There's more fierceness, right? There's, um, and then afterwards, when our body starts to change, we're coming into a, it's, it's like this quiet wisdom, right? <laughs> that um, we don't need to be raw anymore. It's just, okay, I have this wisdom and I'm here to share it if you so so want to hear it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah, it is, and, and, and it needs to be heard, right? So, right, exactly. Yes. And I feel like that's like the, I've got the three stages. It's the calm the dragon and then there's that middle 
um, getting to know your dragon and the the one the final one is really that confidence in who you are as a leader. So mm-hmm. that's where I feel like that wise woman really starts to shine because she does now have confidence in herself where maybe she didn't before. Right. And then um, the younger ladies who need to just really understand what that what that means to them, you know, how how do they calm themselves down? How do they ground themselves into their into their bodies oh wow what a a guide on that right yeah and then they they create that confidence in and knowing how to do that and then that wise woman really comes out on the other side with that that just grounded confidence and she knows where she's going she knows what she wants and gosh darn it she's (laughs) going yeah yeah. Right. Yes. Oh, that's I I love that. That's so so beautiful. So beautiful and I I wish that on all those amazing leaders out there to to find you and work with you and get to that point and um just you. you know and and just really giving back. You know, I really picture you know as I'm getting older, I I just like it's just you just reach back. You're reaching back and bringing bringing the young ones, yes. you know, forward and being the role model. So, so many women need a role model of a of a woman in leadership. You know, it could be business, it could be in, in, in her own life too, right? right. But just comfortable yeah. in her own skin, can communicate with compassion and love, um, and just lives life fully. I wish that for all of us. <laughs> yes, definitely. Oh, well, thank you so much, Catherine, for being here. And, um, I'll put all your social media stuff in in our information so um, people will have that. And I'd like to just close our circle today with a blessing. So as we wrap up this enlightening episode of The Unbridled Woman, we hope that the insights and strategies discussed today light a path for you through the twists and turns of life's dramas. We send you off with a heartfelt blessing. May your days be filled with clarity, your nights with restful sleep, and your life with moments that remind you of your incredible resilience and grace. Thank you so much for joining us on The Unbridled Woman. Until next time, keep riding unbridled and unafraid, embracing every chapter of your unique story with your courage and love, and stay grounded. (laughs) Thank you so much, my dear. It's been a pleasure. So very welcome. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to The Unbridled Woman with Deanne Rose. May this episode be a powerful beacon igniting your spirit with the fire of empowerment and surrounding your heart with the embrace of love. As you step boldly into the new week, channel the divine feminine power that resonates within you and embrace the truth that you are the master of your own transformation eagerly awaiting our next encounter with excitement and anticipation. Until then, carry this energy and reshape your world with your newfound strength.